Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. It's estimated about 350,000 people approximately, 7% of the Irish population, are impacted by food poverty. Now, this is a topic that keeps getting brought to our attention by listeners who are currently impacted with the increased cost of living. Uh, We recently had someone write into us about shoplifting in order to feed their family. Now, the causes and impact on those 350,000 people affected by food poverty are explored in a comprehensive study by Dr. Michael Drew, uh, Michael has volunteered for a number of years with the Vincent de Paul and published his book based on his findings uh, of his PhD at UCD last May. His book, Uncovering Food Poverty in Ireland, A Hidden Deprivation, is a study which provides compelling evidence of the need for additional policies to be adopted to support households on lower incomes and address food poverty. And Michael joins me on the line to discuss it. Good afternoon to you, Michael Drew. Well, hello, Niall. How are you? Michael, you know, I don't. I suppose it's something that we don't think about too much. We always think, well, we live in a civilised country. Okay, things are bad. We may not be able to pay bills on time sometimes. But hey, we've always got food on the table. I mean, are we really living in power? Are there people living in food poverty who can't afford to put a meal on the table? Well, there are, and there always have been. But I suppose for most of us who are, you know, living our, in our normal lives, we're not aware that there's uh, quite a number of people who are struggling on a day-to-day basis. And that's uh, where, if you're a volunteer in the Vincent de Paul, you'd be well well aware of this because you're visiting people every week. And there's a lot more of them than you think, and the numbers have gone up. I think I, meant, I heard you mentioned a figure of 360,000. Well, I'd say the number's well higher than that now. Yeah. And when we talk about, you know, food poverty... Is it more so not being able to provide healthy food rather than, I suppose we all, we all know of people, particularly students, who might be on beans and chips or, you know, pizzas. Is it a case of not being able to afford healthy food? Yes, I think that's a very important element of it. Um, the basic definition of food poverty is the inability to afford or have reasonable access to food which provides a healthy diet. So health is important. So there are some people that do go to bed hungry. I carried out uh, a number of um, surveys, including with 40 people receiving help from um, food banks and other sources of food aid. And I did meet people who occasionally went to bed hungry. But thankfully, that doesn't happen a lot in this country. But there is a serious problem uh, for many people in affording the right um, quality of food. So they have to go to the bottom of the barrel and buy the cheapest food, often not great quality, and that can lead to health problems in the longer term. See, good food is expensive, I suppose. Well, it's cheaper to buy, you know, a packet of own brand crisps or chips or, well, that's right. but or if you're biscuits a, or something, you know, than it is to right. buy if vegetables. If you're a celiac or if you require a special diet, you will inevitably find that that type of food is more expensive. Mm. And that does cause a problem. But I should add that food poverty uh, is broader than just the quantity, having enough food and having the right quality. It's also the social aspect of food because we all know it's, it's great to meet people for a cup of tea or um, to have some social interaction. And um, many people who are experiencing food poverty just can't do that and they withdraw from meeting other people um, 
for example, special occasions where people are celebrating with a meal, they withdraw from that. And then the, the, the other important element of food poverty is the worry and stress and anxiety that many people have, particularly mothers, uh, families, um, because they're concerned about how they're going to put food on the table for their family until their next payday. In relation to our priorities, have our sh- priorities shifted? Do, do we have the wrong, like, people will tend to, you know, pay the internet bill or, you know, or whatever before they'll buy a decent meal. You know, do you understand what I'm saying? Though, the, no, we I seem do, to prioritise yeah. things differently now than we did 30 or 40 years ago. Obviously, we have a lot of new bills nowadays. And I often, I remember one day I had a student on the air telling us, you know, that he was living in a bedsit type place. It was an awful dump. And, uh, you know, and he wasn't eating proper food. But yet he was tweeting about it and Facebooking about it. And I'm saying, well, clearly he has internet access and has well, a mobile, and a yeah, mobile phone. You know, so, no, I wasn't being, saying that he was being a hypocrite. But have we prioritised things differently? Well, that is, that is a very important issue. And that is that people are forced to make difficult decisions. So they have a certain level of income. And keeping a roof over the head is the most important thing. Um, because people don't want to lose their homes. That's a very big issue um, particularly in the current environment. And then after that, there are the utility bills, for example. Um, and generally speaking, if you don't pay your electricity bill or you can't afford to feed your meter, then you get cut off. That's mm. what people expect. Um, and now you mentioned the Internet. Um, the Internet has become very essential because if you can't afford to go out, um, say, socializing off, you can't afford to go to the shops, or if you have a young family and they want to go out doing different things and you can't afford the money to do that, um, staying at home, using the internet, watching the television becomes very important. So access to the internet is very important for people. But the problem in relation to food is that it gets left to the bottom of the pile. So in terms of the priority for many people, after paying for things that have to be paid for, they're left with relatively little for food. And that explains why Mm. they're struggling uh, to get, they're going for the cheaper cuts and the cheaper sections in the supermarket because they have very little left. So it seems it seems that when you talk about entertaining ourselves that we can't afford to go to the cinema or we can't afford to go out for a meal or whatever. So we're entertaining ourselves and looking after our mental health but not our physical health. Well, that's true. By looking after our stomachs. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is true. That's uh, that's what's happening now, I think. And with the uh, energy problem as well, uh, we're finding that food poverty is very much linked with uh, energy poverty. For example, people who are getting food aid in Ireland and in other countries as well, they are saying, can we have something that doesn't need to be put in the fridge because they've turned the fridge off? So or, they're just looking for cans of beans and peas. and something. Yeah. Or they're looking to have something that they don't have to cook because they've turned the gas off. People are very worried about how they're going to be able to pay their energy bills and they're looking Yeah, because I, I was, I was, you know, I think we all experience food poverty to some degree. When I say we all experience it, well, yeah. your average person. And I only spoke to somebody this morning who's not buying meat to save money but buying vegan food to get proteins uh, because it's cheaper. And that that's a probably a first. I never thought vegan food would become cheaper than... No, you know, I didn't bi- realise it was. Uh, yeah. 
I mean, I don't think it ever has been before, but now it seems that it is in some cases, you know, rather than buying meat and and I don't mean sausages that hardly could refer to as meat, but a steak, a nice steak or burgers or whatever it is, you know, it's cheaper to buy something, you know, off the shelf uh, that's vegan friendly or whatever it is. And not because you want to be a vegan, just because it's cheaper and you want to get a bit of protein inside you. But OK, I mean, we know all the problems, Michael. And, you know, the government's answer to these problems is here's 200 quid off your, you know, your energy bills. That's not going to solve the problem. So how do we solve the problem? Well, I think the basic problem is um, that people on low incomes, either because they're in, say, precarious work, which is insecure, or they don't have a job, they, their income isn't sufficient um, to, to pay for everything that they need to pay for. And this is a problem that we've had for an awful long time. So food poverty is really nothing new. Um, And the purpose in writing the book was to uh, try and increase the profile of food poverty so there was a higher level of awareness. And I have to say that in recent uh, times there has been a higher level of awareness, and unfortunately it's not for a good reason. It's because um, it is a bigger problem now in Ireland. So the government are chipping away um, by making some small, mm-hmm. um, you know, efforts, and they have formed a working group. Uh, they've acknowledged the issue of food poverty, uh, which is certainly a positive step. Yeah. And the um, the minister there um, has Joe O'Brien. He is in charge of um, a working group. They have um, a roadmap for social inclusion with a number of action points. So they're doing a lot of research. Um, Unfortunately, action is a bit slower, and we'd like to see more action. Um, But certainly, uh, you mentioned there uh, 200 euros here or there. Now, it is targeted at the uh, lower-income people, um, and uh, that's where these measures will benefit most, I think, because... Um, for other people, it, it is not such a pressing problem. Although for everyone, I think it is a problem to some extent. It is one of those things you can't throw an awful lot of money at because if you give money to people, and I'm not suggesting we don't help people financially, of course we should, but sometimes giving people money doesn't help them to prioritise their health either. You know, no. I, you know. Well, the government has been um, focusing quite a bit in this area on schools. Yes, so, of course. All the, the breakfast clubs and the um, the food food dudes and, and the different... Yes, I mean, I, I know they provide meals in desh schools, yes. but there's always this assumption that, you know, a child from a middle-class area, or whatever it happens to be, or not from an area with, which would have a low socioeconomic background, that a child, with, you know, in your average area doesn't go to school without breakfast. But there are kids going to school without breakfast in middle-class areas because the parents are too busy paying all their bloody bills. Well, so, that's absolutely right. Yeah. And... Uh, very often the child would um, not, will be embarrassed about that. So I think yeah. it's important that more is done in the schools. But that's only the cho- the children, but the children are very important. I, I, I think we should look, at, we should start looking, I don't know, obviously we'd have to change the infrastructure for a lot of schools, but certainly the British model whereby meals are available if and if parents want to pay, obviously, uh, as an amount of money which is obviously you know it's subvented by the state as well but that the parents pay in a certain amount of money per week and the child can have their lunch or their dinner in school and all children can do it I, I do think it's a wonderful yeah, idea I think that's a good idea yeah 
Yeah. Okay, well listen, it's an interesting bit of research. Uh, Michael, I appreciate you coming on the air. It's sad to hear that people are living in food poverty, but unfortunately it's a fact of life, but something we need to sort out. Thank you very much indeed, Michael Drew, author of Uncovering Food Poverty in Ireland. Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show.